Hey y'all, and welcome to episode three of All for the Love Of. It has been a beautiful day here in the South, so I am sitting outside this evening. Um, you might hear some dogs barking and definitely an angry squirrel, and I've actually just watched an owl fly to the top of the tree. Um, but anyway, dancing is the ultimate expression of my soul. It's not just something I want to do or that I enjoy doing. It's something that I have to do every single day. So come with me on today's adventure, all for the love of dance. Like a lot of girls when I was young, my mom put me into dance class. I was probably hmm, around five or six, and she decided that it would be good for me to take tap dance and jazz. Now keep in mind, I had not really had any desire to learn tap, but jazz seemed kind of cool. Mom put me in both. I can remember the outfit that she had picked out for me. It wasn't like all the other girls' outfits, but it was cute. I didn't really last long in these classes. I don't know why. I, I, I guess I felt like I was behind all the other girls because I was starting out at this age and they had already been dancing, you know, since they were like two. But I do remember I did learn one routine in jazz. I can even remember some of the moves, believe it or not, and it was to Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. I remember it very clearly. And I learned a few steps in tap, like the flap and step ball change, which I can still do those. But it didn't really last long. So I stopped going to those dance classes and I really didn't pick up on dance again until probably middle school. So fast forward a little bit to middle school. I live in a pretty small town um, and so there's only one middle school in our town so everybody went to the same middle school and part of PE our instructor did like a six-week course on dancing now keep in mind it's not like real dancing it was more like line dances and she taught us what she called these the style of lyrical and jazz and then quote unquote contemporary dancing. It's not contemporary as what would be considered contemporary dancing now, but that's the style that she, she taught him in. And like I said, they're basically were line dances. And I can remember some of the songs. It was like Whitney Houston, I'm Every Woman, and Straight Up by Paula Abdul. I can even remember the moves for part of those. But as our test, in order to like test our skills, I guess, we had to get into groups and make up a dance to one of these styles that she assigned to us. And I can remember the groups that I was in a couple of times. I was with like some of my best friends at the time. And one time I was with some people I knew, some friends, some girls, but I wasn't really close friends with them. We did that to Kokomo by the Beach Boys. And I remember she recorded us, the instructor recorded us on video. And I can remember when she played it back and we watched it, I looked at myself and I was just mortified, mortified uh, at what I looked like. Because I, there I was, front and center, knobby knees, 
um, all turned in. It just looked terrible. But in my mind's eye, I was doing it exactly like all the other girls were. And so it, it was, it was a disaster. And I really didn't dance much after that because I was so embarrassed about it. But as it would happen, uh, dance comes back in high school in PE class as well. So in high school, we had about two weeks instead of, you know, a six week time period where we learned again, quote unquote, dancing. And I can remember very well, our PE coach, the girls PE coach was also the girls basketball coach at the time. And so she was like this taller lady and she was, um, you know, she was old enough to be our mom in, you know, ninth grade or whatever. So she wasn't like super young, but she wasn't super old either. Um, and she taught us line dances. That's what we learned. We learned line dances. And this time it was like legit line dances. We learned the boot scoot and boogie. And we learned um, a couple other ones that I had never seen before. And I still don't know. And of course we learned the freeze, which is pretty much a prerequisite for any wedding here in the South. So um, we learned those and I can remember it very clearly, but you know, that was really it. We had a dance team at school and, you know, I would have, I would have liked to have been on that, but there was just no way. One, it was really expensive. And two, I just didn't have the talent. The girls that are on the dance team in high school, they're, you know, they've been dancing since they were toddlers and most of them dance like jazz or ballet or something like that and do the leaps and the toe touches and all the stuff. And not me, I played soccer, you know, I was more of an athlete, um, not by much. I really wasn't much of an athlete, but that's what I did instead. I was more outdoorsy. Um, I thought that, you know, being the baton twirler would have been cool because I did take baton as a kid. Uh, and I was much better at that than I was apparently dancing at the time. Anyway, that was basically all of my dance exposure until I was much, much older. So unlike a lot of people who are really into dance, I don't have a strong childhood background in dancing. That doesn't come until much, much later in my life. So that was basically it for me in dance in school as a kid. Uh, I, unlike a lot of people, I don't have a strong childhood dance background. I, you know, we had prom, of course, and I went to prom several times and danced at the dances there and at the dances that we would have after football games and homecoming and stuff like that. But it wasn't the same. It didn't, it didn't connect to my soul back then the way that it does now. So after high school, my husband and I, well, he wasn't my husband at the time. We were, of course, dating and as a way to, I don't know, get fit and to feel better about my body image, I started doing belly dance. And it kind of seems silly, but it was just something that I was really fascinated by. I really enjoyed the sound that the music made for belly dancing. And I enjoyed the movements. I enjoyed how they made me me feel both physically um, as well as like self-image. It, it made me feel better about my body and, and the way my body looked because again, that's probably a whole nother conversation for another day. 
but I really enjoyed it and I got kind of good at it. I didn't perform. I never got to that level, although maybe one day I'll pick it back up and, and be able to get to that level. But I really did enjoy it and it, it kind of opened up doors for me to what dance might be like and how it might make me feel. My husband and I, when we got engaged, we took Cajun dancing les- lessons. Uh, he is, his family is from like deep Cajun country. My family has Cajun background. And so our whole wedding was kind of wrapped around this Cajun Louisiana type of theme. And so we wanted to make sure that we knew how to do some Cajun dancing at our wedding. And we had a live band, we had a Cajun band at our wedding. So we wanted to make sure we knew what we were doing on the dance floor. And so we decided to take Cajun dance lessons. And when we took those lessons, we learned how to do the Cajun waltz and we learned how to do the the two-step, the Cajun two-step. And we, we danced it at a couple of restaurants before our actual wedding day. And then, of course, we did some of it on our wedding day. But my husband, he's not really a dancer. It's just not something that he likes. So it's not his thing. He is fantastic at so many things. And this just isn't something that brings him joy. And so he really doesn't dance much. And so him going out of his way to take those lessons so that we could dance at our wedding was pretty special to me. But again, it's just not his thing. But I started to to make that connection between my soul and dancing, like what what was deep within me, I started to find it. And I started to be able to kind of root it out over these years of, of both the belly dancing and then learning the Cajun dancing. And so, at our wedding, uh, when we got married that day, uh, it was the first day that I actually met my brother-in-law's girlfriend um, at the time. And they had just started dating. They hadn't been dating long, so I hadn't met her yet. And he brought her to our wedding and I met her. And she is the one who eventually introduced me to ballroom dancing. And that just opened the floodgates. So a few years later, after we got married, my brother-in-law's girlfriend, I'll I'll call her Amy, just to give her a name to make it easier. Uh, So Amy started teaching ballroom dancing in the little town where we live. We started off, I decided I'm gonna do this. She was teaching a class once a week. It was literally five minutes from my house. And so I'm like, I want to do this. this. This is something I feel like I can do and I think it would be fun and why not? And so I convinced um, my, my little sister and her boyfriend at the time, um, who is now her husband, to come and take these classes with me and uh, see if it would be any fun. And so we started going to the ballroom dance classes that Amy was teaching. And at the time, since she was teaching the classes, I also was dancing with my brother-in-law so that he was learning all these ballroom dances and I needed to learn and needed a partner. So it worked out that I danced with him for uh, a bit. Um, We started off learning East Coast Swing, which is the typical, like normal, after the war swing that we think of. It's actually the dance that Jitterbug which is really common and popular down here in the South, where Jitterbug came from. And so we learned that, and we were learning also a slower dance 
called rumba, which is a Latin dance. So we learned this East Coast, which was very upbeat and fast-paced, and we were also learning rumba. And I absolutely loved it, loved it. And I caught on really quickly. It came easy to me. It was something that was just like I was born to do it. It was natural. It was very, very easy for me to learn. A decade later, and I've learned East Coast Swing, West Coast Swing, uh, Jitterbug, Cha-Cha, Rumba, Waltz, Foxtrot, Tango, Salsa, Samba. I mean, I've learned just about everything that ballroom has to offer on some level. Now, some things I'm way better at that I've, I've practiced and, and got more advanced at than others. Um, but most of those, I was, when I stopped ballroom dancing, I was getting into the silver level moves and the silver level steps, which if you're doing competitive ballroom, bronze is the, like the lower and then silver and then gold. And so I was getting into some of those more advanced and complex uh, moves and steps. Um, the Latin dances are by far my favorite. Uh, the, I think the belly dancing that I did years ago um, helps me with the Latin dances because there's so much hip movement involved. I have a love-hate relationship, long-term love-hate relationship with West Coast Swing, which I was told that's a pretty common thing. It's like, you know, how they have the stages of grief. grief. Well, there's the stages of West Coast Swing, too. You start off, it's, I love it, it's so much fun, and then I hate it, it's so hard, and then I love it again, but my partner sucks, and wait, no, it's me that sucks, and it, it's just... It's difficult, but once you get the hang of it, it, it is so much fun. It's one of my favorite ones to dance. Ballroom in general is a blast, but there's one little tiny downside or problem to ballroom, if you will, and that's you kind of need a partner to be able to dance a lot of these, well, let's face it, all of these ballroom dances. And so I don't have a partner anymore. I, I don't dance with my brother-in-law anymore. And I was dancing with my sister's now husband's best friend for a while, but don't do that anymore. So I just don't really have a partner. And it's kind of hard to do ballroom when it's a two-person dance and you're a one-person person. But that's okay. Um, I, I teach now um, at school. For the last eight years, I have a club at school where I teach the students that join the different dances. It's, it's a swing dance club. And so our, of course our hallmark is East Coast swing, but I always try to teach them something else too. I usually let them pick. And when I have a really committed group, we get to learn a lot of things. And so it's, it's something, but it's just not the same. When something is soul deep, like dance is for me, you find a way to fulfill that need. Even though I'm not ballroom dancing in the same capacity that I used to, I had to find some way to fill that void. Dancing had become such an integral part of my life that I needed to be able to dance. So about three years ago, I discovered a program and it combines all the styles of dance that I know, plus some new things like tribal and reggaeton and house style. It's awesome because in this program, one of the main tenets that they talk about is that you can't get it wrong and that your way is the right way. 
So it doesn't matter if you're doing exactly what the instructor is doing. It doesn't matter if you're doing the left foot when they're using their right or whatever it might be, because whatever you're doing is right as long as it feels good in your body. And I really love that because it opens up dance to a lot of people that maybe wouldn't have tried to do dancing before as a means of exercise or anything like that, because you can do it full on hardcore, you know, sweating and jumping and all the things that they do to the maximum level. Or if that's not available because you're injured or you're sick, or, you know, maybe you're just starting on a health journey, you can start off by just doing it from a chair or just doing as much as you can do. And it doesn't matter because your way is the right way. And I just love that. I love how it gives people freedom to do something that's good for them on on a lot of levels. It's not just good for your body because it's exercise. It's good for your mental state as well. I dance every single day. Uh, Dance is my exercise. It's my therapy. It's my stress reliever. People who don't know me or haven't seen me in a while ask me all the time how I say so fill in the blank. Fit, thin, trim, active, flexible, etc. Do you diet? Um, Do you lift weights? Whatever. They ask me all these things because they think I'm in really good shape or at least to them I appear to be in really good shape. And I have to tell them, no, I, I don't really diet. I just eat well. And by eating well, I mean... I pay attention to what I put in my body and I, you know, only try to put good things into my body and I try not to put too much of anything into my body, but I also don't deprive myself because that just is disastrous in and of itself. And then I dance every day. That's what I do. I dance every day, every day. And most are surprised that that's all I do. That's it. I dance every day and I try to eat well. But what a lot of them don't get, the reason why they get confused by that or, or have that perplexed look on their face is because they don't realize that dancing is tough. It is a hard workout if you put it, your body into it that way. If you put all of yourself into it, it can be a really tough workout. I get sore after some of my more intense dance days. No doubt I have stiff muscles the next day. And this actually came up in a conversation I had with a student. She's not from the United States. She's from Ukraine. And we were talking about, I think I was asking her if she was doing any sports or anything at school. And um, she was telling me that she was doing track, which I told her, you know, I don't run um, at all. I don't run. There's no need to run. But that's another conversation. But anyway, and she said something along the lines of, dancing not she didn't want to do dance because dance wasn't like a real sport or something like that it wasn't challenging enough or something along those lines I don't remember the exact wording I just remember chuckling to myself and looking at her and saying that's because baby girl you've never danced with me and that's because when I dance like it's hard it can be really really tough now some days I don't need a tough workout. I need something that's going to be a little more gentle. You know, maybe I'm not feeling well, or maybe I just need to loosen up my body or whatever the case may be. But dancing can be really tough. The The dances that I do, some of them, especially some of the tribal stuff, it, you, you're basically squatting and doing squats the whole time. And sometimes it's squatting and jumping and, and all these kinds of things. So dance can be really tough, but it doesn't have to be. Like I said, with this particular program, which I absolutely love, 
you do it your own way and you do it at your own pace and with whatever strength and stamina or willpower you have that day. Dancing has done a lot in the way of improving my body image or my self image or the way I see myself. Dancing makes me feel beautiful. It makes me feel confident and sexy even, depending on what dancing I'm doing. And I think that's important because with there being so much negative pressure on people, particularly young ladies, about looking a certain way, it's important that you understand that your body was created and wonderfully made and that you are perfect the way you are. And sometimes it doesn't, for me, like seeing myself in a mirror is not, I don't, I don't really like that very much because it reminds me of the things that I feel like are, are negative in my appearance. But when I'm dancing and I'm not seeing that, or even when I do see myself dancing in a mirror, because sometimes mirrors are around, I, I feel beautiful. I feel pretty. I feel like, you know, my body is wonderfully made. It does look nice. Oh, you know, I'm doing that move just so. And if you, if I watch myself in the mirror, that's kind of hot, right? (laughs) And so it it does definitely give me some self-confidence. Another thing that, I mean, I kind of joke about this is I don't have super great posture. I work on it, but I don't have super great posture unless two things are happening. One of two things are happening. I have excellent posture when I'm riding horses and I have excellent posture when I'm dancing and that's it. And, and that's just part of the dance itself. Ballroom dancing, you have to have really great posture in order to be able to hold your frame and things like that. Well, when you're dancing, not ballroom, and I'm just dancing around my living room or in my front yard, having the good posture is showing confidence. It's one of the, the things that this program that I do talks about. It's like, show confidence. Even if you don't really feel confident, just act like it. And that means, you know, shoulders back, chest up, chin up, look and feel confident. And so good posture really comes um, when I'm dancing as well. Uh, and, And the confidence lingers even after, or even when I'm not dancing, like putting on that attitude of, I am awesome, (laughs) even if I'm not really feeling very awesome, people can see it. I've had my girls that I do these outdoor club trips with, I've had them comment on this, you know, saying, oh, well, you're walking like you got some sass or you're walking like, you know, look at you or however, but they notice. And being in a profession where I am influencing young girls, I think it's important for them to see someone who does feel confident enough to look confident on the outside, even if on the inside, I really don't feel that way, which is sometimes the case. And it shows them that you can feel beautiful and you can look beautiful and you can have all these things without having to, for not having a better way to say it, like really show off your skin. You don't have to dress provocatively to attract attention or to feel like you look pretty if you just have that air of self-confidence.
Dancing is the reason that I am able to out hike the teenage girls that I take on these outdoor adventures. Just recently we went hiking and it was a pretty moderate to strenuous hike and we hiked about six and a half miles and it was pretty tough terrain. It was really muddy. Uh, it had just rained and stuff and it was a lot of steep ups and down inclines. But I was the one setting the pace and that's not because I told them they had to stay behind me and blah, blah, blah. It was because I was the one that had the endurance and the stamina to be able to set the pace for the rest of these girls. And we're talking girls that are 17, 18 or younger that I'm hiking with and doing these things with. Because of dance, I'm more stable. I have more core strength. So during that same hike, I was jumping across the creek where we were hiking, jumping across back and forth, landing on one foot, not teetering, not tottering, being able to balance on one leg because of dance. Um, I'm, I'm more flexible. Uh, being able to go under things, under, you know, fallen trees and under branches and stuff that, I mean, I probably couldn't have done 10 years ago and I'm doing it better than these teenage girls, which it's not, it's not a brag. It's just saying that I felt really, really good about myself because I was able to do these things and I am no teenager anymore, but I was able to do this and even the, these young girls couldn't keep up. I had to, you know, I had to slow myself. I had to moderate my pace and things like that because I had the strength and the stability and the stamina and the endurance. And it's all because of dancing. I have a back injury that I suffered uh, a few years ago and I've not been quite right since, but dancing helps with my joint mobility. I can, I can dance, do some of the more gentle dances on days where my back is really bothering me and it loosens it up. It immobilizes the joints. It lubricates them. I don't have arthritis like I probably should have from the numerous injuries I've had in my life, but I don't have that because dancing keeps the joints lubricated. It keeps everything flowing and keeps the joints mobile. So really, if you want to think about it like this, dancing's kind of the fountain of youth, right? It's keeping me young. If I can keep up or outpace teenagers, it is definitely well worth um, giving dance a try for health purposes if you haven't already done so. I, I would strongly recommend you, you give it a shot. My passion for dance is so deeply rooted that I cannot help myself when music comes on. Like, I can't help it. I hear the rhythm and it just comes out of my body as dance. And it, it may be, you know, I'm actually going to do the cha-cha or I'm going to do the salsa wherever I'm at. Or unfortunately, a lot of times it happens in the car and, you know, it can be a little dangerous um, when I'm driving. But I can't help myself. It's not, I just, I cannot help it. It's, it's just the way that my soul expresses itself as dancing. I don't, I don't know how else to put it. I really don't. I don't care what people think if they see me, you know, bebopping in my car. I don't, I don't really care if they see me. I dance out in my front yard with kids riding around on their bikes, parents walking up and down the street, and I just, I don't care. I let myself get absorbed into the dance, and that's all that matters when I'm dancing is just dancing. 
I, I just, just letting that joy come out of my body in the form of dance. And so if somebody does pull up next to me while, you know, um, I'm getting down and boogieing in my, my car seat and they see me, I don't, I don't care. I, I hope that they see someone that is just exuding joy and that it gives them a little bit of joy too when they see that. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of All for the Love of Dance. Maybe it's inspiring you to put on some tunes and break out into a dance, and I I hope you do. Take the advice I give my girls. You know, when you're having a bad day, when things aren't going right, just dance it out. Just put on that song that just gets you going and just have a dance party, even if it's only for that one song. And I promise you will feel so much better. And if you don't, after that one song, put on another one and dance again. It's just, I think that we were built for dancing. I think we were made to, to create that movement. Most kids are dancing before they're even really walking well when they're toddlers and babies. Uh, and I think that's because that's how we were designed to be. We were designed to move our bodies in a way that expresses our emotions and our feelings and those, those things deep down inside us that maybe we can't even put into words. And so I, I just hope you take time out of your day, even, even if you don't think you're a dancer and you don't have to be a, a good dancer. It doesn't matter if you're good or not and who's defining good anyway. Just move your body and move your body to music and something wonderful will happen. So until next time, guys.